0: Hey, friends, before you listen to this podcast episode, I want to give you a quick word from Spirit and Truth about our upcoming conferences. We are so excited in 2024 that we're actually going to have three conference dates and locations the first time that we've ever done this if you've ever uh, been to the spirit and truth conference in past years we've had one in dayton ohio but this year we've got a conference coming up january twenty sixth and 27th in mobile alabama another one that's going to be in conroe texas just outside of houston on february 9th and 10th and then of course back in dayton april 19th and 20th and so if you've never come uh, this is your year there should be one of those that's somewhere close to your region And so we really want to invite you to come out. We've got a special guest speaker at each of them that will be joining our team. Carolyn Moore is going to be in Alabama, and Kevin Watson's joining us in Texas. And our good friend Andrew Thompson will be with us in Dayton. This is really a powerful weekend when you can come and get equipped and really seek the presence of the Lord alongside other brothers and sisters who are after the same thing. I know that if you come... Uh, You won't regret it. Um, Every time that we gather, we just see God move in such beautiful ways. And so go over to spiritandtruth.life slash conferences, and you can get all the details and register, and we hope to see you there.
1: You're listening to the Spirit and Truth Podcast. I'm Maggie Ulmer, and on today's episode, Matt, Emma, Tony, and I have a conversation about our most recent travel season. We reflect on some memorable moments from our awakening weekends, and we share some big news from the ministry. It's a great conversation, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Welcome back to the Spirit & Truth Podcast. I'm Maggie Ulmer, and I am here with some great people. We're gonna have a round of introductions.
2: Tony Meltenberger. Matt Reynolds.
1: Emma Winchester. And Matt, I'm going to throw this right to you. What are we talking about today?
0: Well, uh, this is going to be a fun slash bittersweet episode because uh, we've got, we want to take some time and just kind of have a year in review and talk through some of the uh, testimonies and things that, that we just cherish about how we've seen God move over the past year. But before we even get into that, uh, we've got some big news from Tony. And so... Tony, tell us about uh, what you've been discerning in kind of this big season in your life.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's funny, right? We, we call it a big season, a big change, big news, but it doesn't feel that big because God has been kind of leading me on this path for quite some time. And so probably for about the last six months, uh, you and I, Matt, and the whole team really have been kind of talking about um, what God is calling me to in terms of ministry and living out my calling. And one of the things I'm super passionate about, as you all know, is disciple making. What does that look like? And one of the things that's kind of happened over the last couple of months is the Lord continues to put these spirit-filled entrepreneurs in my path. And so kind of through a course of discernment and prayer and God opening up some doors and shutting other doors, what's happened is is I've kind of realized that God is calling me to a little bit of a different direction, kind of a different outpouring of what my calling looks like. So I'll, at the end of this year, I'll be officially leaving Spirit and Truth as a full-time staff member. That's absolutely the bittersweet part, mm. um, to pursue kind of my own business, what's called Follow the Lead Coaching. And it's about helping uh, Christian executives and people in the workplace, nonprofit leaders, live out a life of integrity, or said another way, a life fully integrated with Christ. And so we've kind of been working towards that and I'll still be a part of the spirit and truth tribe. You're not going to get away from me that easy, but, um, you know, I'm really excited about what this new expression looks like and how to help share the gospel in the workplace. And, and really, I, I really do believe that there's a tremendous opportunity to continue the work that really spirit and truth does in churches, but the ability to do that work in industry. And that's the part that kind of fires me up the most.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what, I, you know, as as we've talked through this uh, many times together, you know, in, in many ways, it's not really a different calling. It's just a different venue to right. exercise the same calling, like God opening up some really interesting doors for you to invest in people who have a lot of influence in other people and just seeing that multiplication effect of leading these leaders to become fully alive in Christ and then in turn them having that impact in their workplaces and their employees and their families. Um, so it's the same kind of DNA that spirit and truth is all about, but really implanting that into this whole different segment of society, which is amazing.
3: Yeah. Sorry, I'm just excitingly agreeing.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, please jump in. if you Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay. yeah. Well, it's been, um, it's certainly been a God thing, right? This whole process Mm -hmm. is not something that I actively went out and searched for much like when I came to spirit and truth, um, you know, it was always about a door opening and then asking the Lord, do you desire me to walk through this? Mm -hmm. And what I know, and uh, you've heard me say it on this podcast before from, from pastor Rob, actually, he says that, you know, God doesn't call you into a new season unless that season's gonna bring you closer to him. And what I've learned from going to the church world to Spirit and Truth is a whole different spirit of dependence. And now from Spirit and Truth into starting this business is a whole different kind of dependence. And it's it's different because a lot of days, uh, like on a random Tuesday morning, it's just me and God sitting in my office going, okay, Lord, who are you gonna bring today? and is this going to help me provide for my family or another way to say it probably more appropriately, is this going to help you provide for my family? (laughs) And that that's really been the biggest difference. It's a, it's a different kind of shift and it's an exciting shift, but it's a scary one, um, that, that appropriately so leaves me on my knees in prayer and wondering what God's going to do. And, you know, of course, we've all dealt with imposter syndrome before and there, there there've been some times and then just recently where I was sitting in a room with with men and women who have been by all accounts of the world, very successful, like six, seven figures kind of successful. And I'm like, what am I going to (laughs) say? Right? Like I have nothing for these people. And the beautiful part is God does. Mm -hmm. And so if I can do the same thing that we practice here on our weekends, if I could just be a vessel empty myself and say, Lord, what do you have for them? And then have enough courage to listen. Um, God has never not shown up mm-hmm. amen. and I'm super thankful for that.
0: Yeah. amen. Well we're super excited for you, Tony. Absolutely. I mean we've been kind of seeing this journey unfold and praying with you and um, and we're excited you know like you already said that you're you know we're kind of a part of a spiritual family. sure. And you know we've shared many times on the podcast that you and Rob and I meet. Every Thursday morning, Pies and Bros, Pies and Bros, the legendary and, Pies and Bros, and so uh, you know we're still still connected, still a part of stuff, and in fact, you know you're planning to be a part of some Spirit and true stuff next year still, and
2: I'm never not going to want to talk about disciple making and what that looks yeah. like and how to be spirit filled and spirit led and disciple making, and it's an area of my life that I'm just super passionate about and. Um, I was talking with somebody recently who was like, how's this transition going? What does it really look like? And I said, if I could just be really candid, what I've really, what God has really done in my life is he just keeps removing the parts of things that I don't like to do and replacing it with things that I'm get really excited about. And I'm so thankful for God's presence in my life in that way. And, um, I know I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the spirit and truth family and, um, And kind of the journey that we've been on the last couple of years, because we're kind of doing the math before we hit record. It's, it's been just about two, uh, just over two years Mm -hmm. since I've been here. Uh, I came on probably a couple months before Emma did and you just hit two years, I think.
3: Yeah. In December.
2: So I, I think I started in Mm -hmm. October two years ago and started raising support and then uh, leaving the local church. And just, it's wild to think that this coaching business actually has some legs to it and and now I'm already helping executives all over the Miami Valley and, and nonprofits all over Ohio. So it's, it's pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah.
0: Well, we love you and uh, we will certainly be praying with you and following along in this, in this journey. Yeah. And uh, for all you Tony lovers out there, cause there's a lot of you. <laughs> yes, there are.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is that <laughs> I'm that a, not is sure a, how comfortable I feel yeah. with Tony lovers, but yes, <laughs> you know, all, uh, all the people who have who have been so generous in support, yeah. and yeah. whether that be financial or emotional support, yeah. um, I I do want to say thank you, and um, can I give a shameless plug for my newsletter? Absolutely. Do it. So uh, I do a newsletter for Christian leaders. Um, it's called the Life and Leadership Newsletter. It comes out once a week. Uh, we do things like a, uh, just recently put out a giving Tuesday guide the week before that we talked about a spirit of gratitude. You can sign up for that at my coaching website, which is follow the number two lead And, uh, for podcast listeners, if you want to take a quiz to see where you are in your faith and life journey and kind of this integration life, you can go follow the number two lead slash quiz and. And we got a fun little quiz there to kind of do kind of a assessment diagnostic on where your walk is with Jesus versus your walk in the world. Hmm. That's awesome.
1: Well, I think it's safe to say that that you have you've impacted I think all of us just as equally mm-hmm. as um as you claim we have impacted you. And I'm very grateful to call you a colleague and friend.
2: Absolutely. I, I feel the same way. Tony, would you,
0: uh, man, we're getting a, li- a little emotional. <laughs>
2: I was having feelings. Oh, so. man. oh my gosh. That was so sweet. It was very sweet. Well, and I'm, and, and, you know, like Matt said, right? Spiritual family. That's what yeah. these kind of sacred moments of family are all about. And we don't raise up, we don't raise up kids to keep them in. Nope. Yeah, we always got to send them out.
1: Dang it. <laughs> right.
2: right.
0: <laughs> you know, that's, my greatest longing uh for the people that I, I love and that I'm God has just blessed me to just like be surrounded and connected with so many amazing people. My greatest longing is just always is just to see them live out the fullness of their calling. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I see God doing in your life. And so that just brings me so much so much joy. And um we will miss having you uh in some of the nitty gritty of spirit and truth stuff, but um
2: yeah, I, I love the mission and the vision of spirit and truth, but uh, my love for that pales in comparison to my love for this team. And I wish listeners, I really wish you guys could see how much fun we have on these trips <laughs> oh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. um, and our lunches and the giggles and everything in between. Um, you honestly could not ask for a more um, godly group of people to call spiritual family. And so again just super blessed super thankful it was mm-hmm. not man we've shed a lot of tears over yeah. this decision <laughs> Holy yeah. oh
3: my gosh that's true yep
2: i mean it was probably a year ago when we were in the basement of a church and matt and i in the I,
1: middle of an event the in the, of the middle of an
2: event of and matt and i ended up just having this deep heart to heart and we're both sobbing. weeping sobbing like yeah. about just because I, I just love Matt and i love this whole team so much (laughs) that it was like one of those moments that it was like I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. and poor Emma, poor Emma walks downstairs to the basement of this church where we're uh, yeah. getting ready for our next event. She looks at Matt and I, we're both weeping, and she just does a 180 degree about face and marches <laughs> right back up the steps. Yeah. Doesn't say a word. Mm-hmm. Her eyes got about as big as silver dollars, and that was it. She was like, poof, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And, yeah. you know, ever since then, we've affectionately called it the, the tectonic plates. Like, the, you know, it's.
1: Yeah, the it yeah. feels
2: like it's shifting uh-huh. and uh and this feels like the natural outflow and and part of that was your journey too Matt and yeah. kind of how you were keeping your calendar and you know the funny part about work is that we always bring our whole selves to it yeah and so figuring out what that means and how to help our whole selves be obedient to Christ in that process yeah
0: so let's um that's you speaking know of speaking of that uh, let's just l- reflect back a little bit uh you know, I'd love to just, as a team, kind of reflect on the past year, but Tony, you have permission. You can go back further than that, you know, like this.
1: Yes, we can do a retrospective. Uh, mm.
0: We'll we'll start with you. What what has been, and you know, I'll, I'll ask a bigger question before we get to just this past year. What's What are some of your favorite memories or ways that you've seen God move over the last couple of years since you've been uh,
2: part of Spirit of Truth? That's such an unfair question to handle, and... In a brief one sentence, I I will say this. One of the things that has probably been the best memory—I'll go serious first before I go goofy. Um, One of the best memories is learning how to dwell in the presence of the Lord. And I I don't think um, that—when I went through seminary, I I don't know that I was ever, or still, frankly, mature enough to grasp— what it means to dwell in his presence, right? Like it was not something that I, I didn't dwell very well, you know, and, and just be still. And like, um, there's the image that we see in Psalms so often is like, you, you, you're basically like cuddling up against the rock of the fortress that is the Lord. And I just didn't do that very well. And through spirit and truth and through, uh, frustratingly painstaking moments of like, Hey, we're just going to sit and listen to the Lord here on this. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. We need to do. Can we please plan something here? Like, and I'm not really that much of a planner, but um, more so than others on this team, Matt Reynolds. um, uh, Facts. Facts. So, but in that process, there's just this tremendous gift of learning to dwell in the presence of the Lord and um and that has just been so good for my soul amen. you know and will have a a, a forever effect amen. on on my relationship with the risen Lord amen and you know I, I there's so many great trips to choose from there's so many funny memories uh but <laughs> but but murder mount in North Carolina. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs>
1: okay, look, that's what they called it. Let's yeah, just We did clarify. not call we that. We didn't right? call it that. We, it, they so called one it of that.
2: The, one of the ridiculous things that we do that's good um, in all of our trips is we stay at these Airbnbs. And so we're trying to choose Airbnb locations based off of enough space. Uh, you know, obviously there's depending on how big the team is, sometimes there's four, sometimes there's six of us there. And we're trying to find something that's close to the church, affordable. And so Sometimes we pick Airbnbs that are in areas that some people might call shady, <laughs> or
1: I thought it was fine. It, it, I thought it, was it did a very seem nice. it did
2: seem fine until yeah. the pastor of where we were, and I'm not going to say the location to save that whole area.
1: <laughs> I think they're going to figure it well, out. Well,
2: the people who are from there will, yeah. but I mean, not everybody else. The pastor was like, right before we left for the evening, we were walking out of the church, bags, oh we're tired, like we're we all. <laughs> jacked Wait. up on Jesus juice kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? And the pastor's like, Hey, whatever you do tonight, don't go out.
1: Don't go to the club. And he said, are yeah, you guys going to go gonna to the, go the go club? To
2: clubs, are you? I thought We're like, sir, do we look like club we? people? <laughs> we are I'm missionaries. 42 year old male, like in a <laughs> sweater vest. What are you talking about? Like <laughs> pastor, right? Like it, he was like, it's just not safe. And so then that just turned into a whole ordeal. And, uh, there was a lot of Googling in it the is. car. I, it was so funny, right? And then we got into the house, and I began to clear the house tactically. Uh, <laughs> and I snuck up behind Emma, and I was like, "Oh, clear! And she immediately turned around and kicked me right in the head. It was an <laughs> impressive like, yeah. roundhouse,
1: roundhouse kick. kick. This yeah. girl knows yeah. some self-defense, defense, y'all, so don't mess. And,
2: um, and my hip broke, much like <laughs> no. No, it, was fine. it was just It was one of those funny moments. It was That whole trip was uh, a blessing. This was
3: my first... Spirit and yeah. Truth. I, was it your first Spirit and Truth
1: trip no, t-
2: no, it was my second. What was the first one? Because we had went to that church. Um, um Indiana. Indiana. We Indiana. did Indiana
1: first, right? Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Before Emma was on staff. Yeah. 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 Wow. And so this is my
3: first trip with you, Tony. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and I, so I didn't quite you.
2: realize how everyone is different. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh just, my gosh. Uh so I think you know, those are probably some, those will be some of my cherished memories forever. Right. Like The time with the Lord and then the time on the trips. And so it's good. That's awesome. We, you said this
0: earlier, but we really do. I mean, there's so many times when we're on these trips and we see God do beautiful things, but then we also just have ridiculous moments and we get to laugh together so much. And there's so much joy, like with just some of the goofy stuff that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I'm like, how do we, how does this, this is our life that we get Mm. to, to show up and see God do really miraculous things and transforming things in people's lives. And we get to just have fun with our friends at the same time. Like it's just a, it is, it is a huge gift in my life. And it's been, it's been so
2: much fun. It's wild, that's for sure. It is wild. And God is wild, right? Like, God yeah. is never ceases to amaze yeah. us on, like, oh, hey, we're going to do this or do that or, like, you know, things then, just open up. And the trips, like, you can start off with the same kind of
0: blueprint, and they, the trips can be radically different depending on what God's doing in that church, in the people, and the culture, yeah. and the pastor, and just how God
2: moves can just look so different from church to church, but still beautiful, so... And throw on top the fun that we have in between the trips. Right. Like, so we have a, a staff meeting and then there was a season there for about six months where every staff meeting also turned into a family meeting where we we're going to talk about what, <laughs> what the next thing in the ministry is going to be. Oh, and it was wow. like, yeah. oh, Emma would walk in and say, are we having a, a family meeting today? A family
3: meeting, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: And the answer was yes. Yes, yes we were. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, um, and, you know, Maggie was always fairly dutiful about getting us back on task. Was well, I? Well,
1: I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that either. <laughs> I mean, I think I think one of the things that I love about this group of people is that the Lord has brought this group of people together and everyone is also just so distinctly called and gifted. And um that has for uh, in addition to joy, it has also caused like a refining type of friction. And it's never been like, it's never been like out and out interpersonal conflict, which I've always been. Sure. Yeah. But it, there's also been a refining type of friction. And that's been really beautiful for me to learn that that's a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, and that that is part of what God does among people. Mm. And, um, and that the, the bonds of, Friendship and and love are very strong in part because of that, right? And so I I don't know I'm very grateful for that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So let's um let's think back just over this past year mm-hmm. and just talk about some of the ways that we've seen God move. Um, it's been a it's been a fun year where you know it's not over yet we you know we're winding down but we had just finished our last uh, ministry travel trip for yep. the year and so. I was trying to think back. We've, we've been a lot of different places this year, um, uh, just in terms of states. I know we've been in Texas, North Carolina, Oklahoma,
1: Oklahoma. Alabama, Il- Illinois,
0: Tennessee, mm-hmm. Indiana, mm-hmm. Uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio, of course. Yes, of Pennsylvania. Course, yeah. um, so anyways, we don't have to. Be exhaustive <laughs> but we you no, get the idea just all over kind of all different regions of the country and um what are some things that stick out to you you know uh maggie let's start with you the, is there is there something a memory a way that you saw god move
1: i mean yes i there are s- there are lots of things that stick out to me and um I was actually just reading over uh, an old, a couple old journals from this past year, just coincidentally, and one particular thing that really stood out to me was a moment of prayer line ministry in one of the places where we went, where a woman came forward for prayer and, and, um, you know, sometimes prayer line ministry gets a little hairy and of course best practices is, you know, two people always praying together and um, it just so happened that this one instance I I was pseudo on my own like Tony was nearby um, another person was nearby but anyway a woman came forward for prayer and she I happen to be it was just me receiving her request but she came with such a sort of naked hunger and and just a very blunt confession and I Personally, I just experienced a type of assurance that I knew that God was going to give her exactly what she asked for, Mm. and God moved very powerfully on her, and she ended up falling out, which was also... Like I knew that was gonna happen, and I remember signaling to Tony, like, get a chair for me. You know.
0: <laughs> and there oh, was a wrestling we, we
1: match
3: this across the room. <laughs> yeah, M but and you know I how the chairs the like put together. together. Right, together. that was the problem. <laughs> I,
2: I, I could almost see her falling in the spirit and in slow motion. And I was like, come on, chair! I'm like moving the whole chair line yes, forward. It was, too and it, was uh, it was too late. So it, it got even more awkward because now there's. She's kind of landed on the floor, the chair's on top Safely. of her, basically. Safely, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She was fine. She ended up being fine and everything, and and there was another person there who sort of saw me struggling. Yeah. She came up, and um, that was our friend Jordan Wilson. Anyway, I just – what I loved about that was um, – it just confirmed for me something that I have faith for, which is that if you come before the Lord with, with a type of just – Hunger, vulnerability, Lord, I need, I have need. He meets us there. Yeah. And, and this was just such a powerful testimony of that truth. And I've seen grace for that at, in so many churches that we've gone to. The people who want to come and they're like, they're willing to be totally honest. Yeah, I've, I just feel like I continue to see the Lord move in more and more powerfully manifest ways yeah. with each church we've gone to this past year.
3: Yeah, I kind of am going to piggyback off of that a little bit. I don't have a specific memory, but I think um, when we came back from our last trip, I just was kind of reflecting over the year, and I was just kind of in awe of how across many states, across many different kinds of churches, how God has shown up and met his people and we've seen so many physical well spiritual healings emotional healings physical healings that's increased a lot it has increased exponentially yeah and that has been such a great honor you know to see that happen and not many people get to be a part of the prayer you know like many people might testify to it but or witness it but to you know to be the one to receive their prayer request to be the one to to see them before and after yeah you know the Lord touches them that is a kind of privilege that I've just become increasingly grateful for and you know I've been thinking about all of the different opportunities that we have next year and just how like, it just seems like we're in a season where the Lord is just gracing his people that if mm. they come, if they're hungry, like That's you right. said, Maggie, if they are desperate, if they, um, confess their need and what they, what they want from, from yeah. God, he will meet them and he will do it. Yeah. And so that has increased my faith so much as I've prayed and, um, it increases my faith for the church too. So.
0: Yeah. Amen. You know we were talking in our st- uh, staff meeting before before this about next year's schedule and of the slots that we set aside across the whole year we only have three that are not filled and we're in conversation with four churches mm-hmm. that have asked us to come uh that aren't scheduled yet yeah and we're not even into next year yet and i think the thing that i one of the themes that i've just noticed is just There's just such spiritual hunger. And and it's kind of, it's all over the country. It's in big churches and little churches. Like they can be completely different, you know, in style and facilities and all of the stuff. And yet there's this common theme that you see with just people who are hungry for the presence of God, who just kind of have this recognition that like, I know there's got to be more. Like, there's got to be something more than just showing up and just doing my time at church. Yeah. And, you know, they're just desperate to find that. And to get to be a little piece of trying to lead people into that place um, and giving them some experience of what it's like to live in that place. Like, you were talking about dwelling in the presence of God earlier. Just creating space for people to encounter that. um, Man, that is just so much fun. I mean... And you just see when we make space, you just see God do just cool stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't think that that gives you the right to get out of the question that you ask the rest of us. Yeah. What, what's your memory? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> do you, you see what he was doing That It's like a sidestep right <laughs> yeah. there. That's what yeah. that was. Favorite, favorite memory from the past year. You know,
0: it's, <laughs> it's hard for me to choose because each, each of the churches that we visited, I just, I see God do things and I feel, you know, it's like, this is a dumb analogy, but it's like, you know, you can't, you can't choose
1: between your kids, between your
0: kids, you no, know, I, I do all the time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but like, it's, I just, it's Caleb guys,
2: just in case you're not clear. <laughs> oh, okay. It's oh, Caleb.
0: Gosh. Well, I can think of, I guess, you know, I'm thinking about in my mind right now, a contrast actually of two different churches. I'm not going to name them, but where in each of these settings, very different churches, one's rural, one's urban, and, uh, one, all of the response was extremely sort of like, peaceful, but a lot of tears, just people Mm -hmm. coming, just shedding tears, a lot of just like, inner healing stuff, and grief, and pain, but yeah, it was just a really precious time, and people waiting sitting some of them over an hour waiting yeah. to to receive prayer and yeah. then thinking about another church that was you know a different style church where the way god poured out his presence was much more sort of dramatic so to speak like lots of people falling out and there was some deliverance stuff and yeah. just kind of like you know like signs and wonders and like kind of crazy stuff and yet there's kind of a similar thing where it's like people are waiting and lingering for a long time Mm. to sit in God's presence and then to come wait for their turn to come and receive prayer and it's like to on the surface both of those churches and those experiences from the past year to an outside person who has no awareness of sort of Jesus stuff they look completely different there's n- really nothing in common between the two churches and the way that God moved at the in those prayer times was just dramatically different and yet it's just so obviously this the same Jesus, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just meeting people right where they're at with exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not you know forcing some sort of like powerful thing on people who just need to weep with him. Yeah. But also for people, meeting people who are needing that empowerment and who are not in a place of grief, but ready to be, just need the filling of his spirit, meeting him right there too, Mm -hmm. you know? And so those are two memories that stick in my mind just because of how contrasted they are, but yet how beautiful it is to see Jesus meet people right on their turf, right, right in the ways that they need.
2: You said waiting, and I was instantly reminded of uh, the Spirit and Truth conference this year in Dayton too. That was mm. that was a tremendous event. Uh, Kim Moss gave such a word, and then she ministered
1: a the, long time.
2: A long t- We waited a long time. Mm-hmm. Like it was good. It was. It was, it was so good. And then there was also that really sweet moment where mm-hmm. she spoke those kind of prophetic words over you and Rob and Maggie. You and Rob. Uh, you, you, Podcast family, you don't know who I'm looking at. I was looking at Maggie, but uh, and and it was just one of those kind of like um, sweet gifts, you know. That the the beautiful part about the conferences, if you've never been, is that it's like a family reunion of spiritual family, and so our whole tribe is there, right? The people that we love to hang out with, and you know, the Marion hazes of the world, the Kevin Watsons, the Kim Mosses, the Doctor Bellinis, like the people, right? And that's that's really. It just always reminded of First John 4 that, you know, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his, God, his love is made complete by us. And I feel like that really happens at the conferences. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I have a memory from the conference that I enjoyed. And that was looking over and seeing Tony fall out in holy laughter.
2: Oh, yeah. That was joyous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a, that was a crew. <laughs> That was good. That was good. Mm. So, so many great memories, so many things to be thankful for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, friends, uh, as we're wrapping up uh, another year, uh, we just, we do want to say and want you to know how appreciative we are of you. And uh, none of the things that we do as a ministry would be possible without your prayer, without your financial support, without, you know, just jumping in and being a part of how God is moving and sort of, you know, locking arms with us in different ways. And so um, we're grateful for you. We're grateful just uh, for the connections that God has brought and allowed, you know, so many of our paths to cross. Um, It's just, it's, it's a blessing uh, beyond what we can describe. And so, so thank you for that. I want to encourage folks um, just, you know, as we're coming out, you know, thinking about reflecting on the past year, if you haven't done that before, I just encourage that as a spiritual practice for yeah. you. You know, this. I, sometimes I really forget how God has moved. And, um, you know, for me, one of the things I like to do towards the end of the year is, it, you mentioned this, Maggie, so I like to go back and read through my journal. And I don't journal like every day, but I, I just, I do write down things, ways that I'm seeing God move. And to read back and just to sort of, to take count of all of that stuff, you know, that you're like, man, I forgot about that. Man, I forgot how God was faithful in that way. Holy cow. Remember when God, you know, I totally didn't remember this. He'd, he totally provided at that time when I was desperate, you know. And um, it's such a, I think it's such a helpful spiritual practice to just to look back and to thank God for where he's been. And so if you haven't done that before, that might be a good spiritual practice for you this December as you're thinking back.
1: Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening. That's been our episode for today. You guys remember to hit that subscribe button and share this episode with a friend and do go to the website, um, spiritandtruth.life slash conferences for all the information about how you can register for one of the three spirit and truth conferences this year. All right. We'll come back to you in the next conversation. Bye. Bye.